0: Welcome to this week's Crowd Church service. We are a digital church on a quest to discover how Jesus helps us live a more meaningful life. We are a community, a space to explore the Christian faith and a place where you can contribute and grow. Our service will last about an hour and in a few seconds we will start with a time of worship after which you will meet our hosts for our service who will introduce today's talk. After the talk, we head into Conversation Street, where we look at your stories and questions that you've posted in the comments throughout the live stream. I want to invite you to connect with us here at crowd Church, and there are a few ways that you can do just that. Firstly, you can engage with Crowd from any device during our live stream. And if you're up for it, why not invite a few friends over and experience the service together? You see, church is all about connecting with God and connecting with others. And one of the easiest ways for you to do that is to also join one of our midweek groups where we meet online together to catch up and discover more about the amazingness of Christ. You can also subscribe to our podcast called What's the Story? where we deep dive into stories of faith and courage from everyday people. More information about all of these things that I've mentioned can be found on our website at www.crowd.church or you can reach us uh, on social media at CrowdChurch. If you're new to Crowd or new to the Christian faith, and would like to know what your next steps to take are, well, why not head over to our website, crowd.church slash next for more details. And now, the moment you've been waiting for is here. Our online church service starts right now. Well, good evening and welcome to Crowd Online Church. My name is Matt Edmondson. Beside me is my beautiful wife. Hi, everybody. Hello. Good evening. Let me put my headphone down. I'll be able to hear what's going on. There we go. How are we all doing today? Uh, it's great to see you. Uh, hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the, the live stream. If you're joining us and you are on YouTube, because it's not working on my phone at the moment, um, then do say hi in the comments. I just need to get it working so I can see what you guys are putting uh, glad it's not just me and Jenny. Yes, absolutely. Uh, welcome to, I can see it's now working. Fantastic. Uh, make sure you say hi in the comments. It'd be great to see you. Uh, great to get to meet you at uh, see you as probably the wrong phrase, isn't probably, it? Probably,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do comment throughout the live stream, because we do try to pick up on your comments as we go.
0: We do very much so. Uh, so yes. We, you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dan Orange is in the house. Welcome Dan. Uh, in fact, I can do this. I can say, uh, I just want to check, make sure this is working. So, Dan, you'll be my guinea pig. There we go. Evening. <laughs> it's working.
1: Woo. Evening, Dan.
0: Oh, how are we doing? hope you've all got your cup of tea because, you know, the, the uh, clock's gone back an hour, hasn't it? Mm. So, it's um, it's one of those where, d- did you notice the clock had gone back?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. It was I was at church this morning and someone mentioned the clocks and I was like, oh, was it last <laughs> night? <laughs> because of being, you know, the whole smartphone thing. Did it all for me. It, it did. Fab.
0: Apart from the cooker. Yeah. Which kind of threw me a bit at lunchtime and they went, oh, yeah, the clocks have changed.
1: <laughs> so I think my car's going to be wrong for the next six months. but
0: Unless I drive it and change it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is normally what happens. I normally change it like a month before it needs to be changed back. <laughs> but at least I'm consistent. So anyway, what's going on today, babe?
1: We've got a talk by Dave Connolly, Pastor Dave, who is continuing in our series in Acts. And yeah. After that. We are going to be talking about the talk and picking up on any of your comments. So, if you've got thoughts on what he's saying or you can relate to certain bits, just throw that in, and we will um, talk about that. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it?
0: That's all good. That's yeah. all good. That sounds. That sounds great.
1: I was about to like think. Well, say more?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't let me stop you let me interrupt. Uh, that would be wrong on so many levels. Uh, so every week a tech issue. Yeah. And the other thing that's going on this week, Matt, just to yeah, highlight, we do have occasional tech issues here on Crowd, um, is the camera. This front camera here is zoomed in. And I don't, normally we've got a bit more space. And so today we haven't. I feel like I need to do this just to stay in shot. So uh, that's why the top of my head is missing. It's not because of bad camera framing. Just not figured out the whole Why it zoomed in thing. (laughs) I just, I genuinely have no idea. Just wanted to do what it's going to do. So uh, it is what it is. So, yes. Right. Should we play Dave's talk? Let's do it. Let's play Dave's talk. And then Sharon and I will be back for Conversation Street. As Dave's talking, it's quite a short talk today. Um, What was it? Eight minutes? Eight or nine minutes? Something like that. So we're going to have a bit more of a Conversation Street. So um, do get ready with your thoughts and your comments and throw them in uh, on the YouTube Uh, and then Sharon and I'll be back shortly. So let me press this button here. We'll see you in a sec.
2: Today, we're gonna be looking at Acts chapter 18, verses one to 28. And I'd like just to encourage you to take the time to read these verses through for yourself. I only have a short time to reference part of the story today. As Paul is winding down his second missionary journey, He establishes a great work in the city of Corinth. The writer of the book of Acts is Luke and in chapter 18 he shares with us some very personal experiences of Paul from which we can relate and learn and take some real comfort. Have you ever become discouraged while you're trying to serve God or even just trying to live the Christian life? I mean that can be tough in itself We even get discouraged at times. We all have our struggles regardless of who we are. And here we read the great Apostle Paul. Even he had struggles. Paul most likely encountered the negative attitude of people, criticism and the lack of appreciation, the feeling of being unproductive and just plain old exhaustion and weariness. These were likely some of the same things that caused Paul to become weary and lash out at the Jews. We read in verse 6, But when they resisted and blasphemed, he shook his robe and told them, Your blood is on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. The lack of reception in Athens causes paul to travel 55 miles from athens to corinth here he observes idolatry and the continued hostility from the jews his own people paul clearly became discouraged as he began his work here in corinth observe the verses in 9 through to 17. how do you deal with discouragement Do you go and do some retail therapy? Do you like to get alone? Do you like to go and eat? Do you like to go aside and pray? Or go aside and hide? How do you deal with your times of discouragement? Luke does not hide Paul's discouragement from us. He lays it out there for us all to see. But Luke also takes great care to allow us to see that God recognised Paul's discouragement and God intervenes with Paul. We read in verses 9 to 10 this. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you. And no one is going to attack you or harm you because I have many people in that city. If you read back a few verses, you will see that Paul's discouragement has come even after God has moved and people have received Christ as their Saviour. What more could Paul possibly ask for? God promised good Christian friends for him. He encourages him to continue in his calling and assures him that God himself will control what is happening around him and watch over him, that God himself would keep him safe. The Lord ministering to Paul through that vision was a tender moment for that weary apostle. It was exactly what he needed. Paul was afraid and tempted not to speak in the light of the conflict around him. Paul needed some fresh encouragement and a fresh encounter with Jesus Christ. What Paul received was a deeper love to replace a great fear, a gift of courage to replace caution, an abiding presence in alarming circumstances, an unlimited help against ultimate hurts, a freedom from loneliness and fellowship with Christ and other believers. Paul needed a fresh encounter with the love and passion of Jesus and that's exactly what he received. In Matthew 28 verse 20, Jesus promised his disciples he would always be with them and here he was making the same promise to Paul. In these verses, there are many lessons for each of us to learn. We need to recognize that none of us are immune from discouragement. Discouragement can come in the midst of great success. We need to be honest about confessing our discouragement for the God always has his eyes on our circumstances. He is with us regardless of our circumstance. He will not place more on us than we can stand. He often uses other people to strengthen us. He commands us to continue the good work he is doing through us. He will work through others to make the way for us to do his work. As we will see in the remainder of this chapter, and the remainder of Acts, Paul receives the needed passion and power from God, and he continues in that calling that God has placed on him. Paul continues to talk to the Jews and to the Gentiles, and he experiences many successes as he continues in his ministry. My friends, I want us to understand as we read these verses, that Jesus is perfectly faithful to Paul. And we can see that Paul is right back on track. If you are feeling disappointed, disillusioned, fearful, isolated, the same God who strengthened Paul wants to strengthen you, will you take a moment right now to invite him into your situation cry out to him and allow him to speak words of strength words of peace and mercy words that will strengthen you the phrase saying god who met with paul longs to meet with you even now god bless you
0: so welcome back Welcome back to the studio where we're going to do conversation street. If you are watching live for some reason, YouTube is struggling a little minute uh, with some, I know a few people are struggling with buffer and looking at the comments. Uh, I don't know why that is. I have to be honest with you because I know that the signal going up is bleeding quick, I think is the technical definition. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully YouTube will sort themselves out. Well, we're just going to keep chatting anyway, because you know, why would we not? So um, yeah. Let's crack on.
1: So Dave started with a question, mm-hmm. which was, have you ever become discouraged while trying to serve God? So I'm going to throw that one for
0: <laughs> you. <laughs> have I ever become discouraged whilst trying to serve God? Mm. No, never.
1: Don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that cheeky look on you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably fair to say that just about everybody has probably been discouraged whilst trying to serve God, aren't we? And um, it's one of those things. Isn't it? Discouragement It's you normally get discouraged when things don't happen the way you think they're going to happen. Yeah. Where there's some kind of unmet expectation. uh, And whatever that is. Right. And so I think when you serve, when you're serving God and you, you feel sort of discouraged, it's one of those where. It you're discouraged because it kind of feels like God's not doing what you expect him to do, what you think he should be doing at that point in time. He's not doing right.
1: Yeah, definitely. Have you got a specific example from your life?
0: Oh yeah. Take anything on the spot. Yeah, yeah, no, (laughs) it's fine. Just throw. Have you thought about this?
1: Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well you tell your answer and
0: then that gives me a chance to think.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I think I tend to remember the, like the, bigger things Mm. so and they tend to be the ones that i've talked about a lot so (laughs) just go very briefly um but yeah there was definitely a time in my life where i was so discouraged because i would read about how life is meant to be or how i thought life meant to be in the bible and then the reality my internal reality was completely different yeah and it's just like i cannot live like this and in that situation it was because i didn't read like I'd not got that revelation of what Jesus had done specifically. I had a lot of head knowledge, but it had not gone further than that. So yeah. um yeah. yeah, and I really nearly was at the point of giving up and um they basically gave God his his last chance to actually sort stuff out and um he definitely took me serious on on that one. But I think like you said there've been other situations where I've not been at the point of giving up my faith, but just been so discouraged because, yeah. um, you know, like you pray for people and expect all these miracles and expect all this other stuff to happen, and it's like, okay, it's not happening.
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah, it's the difference between expectations and reality. Can be discouraging, can't it?
0: It really can, and you and you just don't know. You don't always know how to deal with that, mm. um, and I, th- I, th- I think especially when it comes to Christian things. One of the things that I, as bizarrely, I. Has discouraged me, uh, as odd as this sounds, um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm hearing what I'm about to say in my head. Um, but one of the things that has discouraged me in the past is when I've read Christian biographies.
1: Yeah, I, I know where this is going.
0: So you read the stories of people in, not just in the Bible, but you read uh, 21st century people's stories, don't you? Yeah. Um, or even maybe not maybe twentieth century, So people like Smith Wigglesworth or John G. Lake, and you read their stories, and these are are guys where the miraculous just sort of seem to follow them wherever they go. You know, it's just incredible. Some of the stuff that's come out of them is is just incredible. And you read them, and you go, yeah, but I've, I'm st- I've still got this flu, do you mean, or whatever it is. And I think sometimes I've read Christian books like that. And whenever people write Christian books, I I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be encouraging. And by trying to be encouraging, they only ever talk about the high points. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, life is 99% boring uh, and very unhelpful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's one of those things where I think when I compare my life with what's written in those stories, you can get a little bit discouraged. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally. I think I've been in the same situation where you've kind of got these two things going on. On the one hand, it is encouraging to hear of like God doing stuff and just kind of going, yeah, that's amazing. But on the other hand, it's like you say, it's like, but why is all this not happening in, in my life? But then actually sometimes when I'm like recounting stuff from the past in my life before we met and since, And you kind of do that potted version. You can kind of go, oh yeah, and God did this and God did that. Yeah. But actually, because those like amazing times can sometimes be quite far apart, um, yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? I so I think, um, what is, funnily enough, one of the the things that are supposed to encourage us can often discourage us in the wrong context. Mm. So when your friends going through something in life um, and you think, oh, I've got a testimony because we like testimonies, don't we? Uh, I've got a testimony of, of God's faithfulness in that situation. Sometimes sharing that can actually be discouraging to that person you're sharing it to because that's maybe not what they want to hear right then and there. So there's that sensitivity aspect, isn't it? So the thing that you're that is designed to encourage can discourage if we're not careful, and that's the tension I think we, mm. we face in all of this, isn't it?
1: It's, yeah, you need wisdom, don't you, in situations like that?
0: Mm. You do. I think for Paul, though, uh, I don't think he was reading Christian books uh, at the time. I don't think it. Was, I don't think that was his issue that was causing him to get discouraged. Um, I think he just it was just hard work mm. trying to do what God had called him to do, and I think that's what was discouraging him. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another form of discouragement, isn't it? It's, it's not. Here's here's the Apostle Paul getting discouraged, um, and he wrote things like, "We are crushed, but we are not broken. Perpla- uh, but we are not broken." And yeah. do you know what I mean that's that kind of, we've got all these things, and we've we've despaired even of life itself. I mean, talk about feeling discouraged, where you where you've despaired of just life mm-hmm. itself. I've never experienced that.
1: No, he did have a lot going on in life, didn't he? Like with um, <laughs> shipwrecks and beatings and being left for dead and all sorts. Yep. Which, yeah, I've definitely not experienced.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's he's definitely gone through more than what we have gone through. That's well, mm-hmm. so uh, Sharon and I have gone through. Um, but even in the midst of that, even of despairing, even of of life itself, finding life. Just like, why am I here? God, will you please take me now? You know, those kind of prayers. I don't want to be around anymore. Um, that's where Paul find himself. Uh, and yet, in the midst of that, God still had a plan and he still used him. And I think um, Paul wrote this really interesting phrase, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember where it was now. He said, and I'm going to quote the King James because I really like the King James Version, which is the old-fashioned Bible translation, if you don't know. The King James Version says, I'm a betwixt. Now, I'm betwixt between two things. Betwixt, I think, is such a good word. I think we should bring it back and use it more. You do that. I am betwixt between two things. Uh, A desire to go, which frankly is better for me, and the desire to stay, which is frankly better for you. Uh, So I'm going to stay. And I think Paul, in the midst of all of this, realized that God had a plan, and that was to not necessarily bless him, but to bless other people through him to bring god's kingdom through Mm -hmm. his life and that whilst it sounds great and we talk about the call of god don't we and Mm -hmm. following god's plans and purposes can actually be a hard road and it actually can be full of discouragement just Mm -hmm. because you're doing what god's told you to do doesn't mean the birds are going to sing the sunshine's going to be brilliant and you're going to feel on top of the world all the time
1: yeah dave asked another question which was how do you deal with discouragement so I'm going to fling that your way as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've got all the questions know, first okay. tonight. I mean, yeah, before yeah. we do that, I, and I'm not I'm not denying your question. I'm just going to check over here. Um,
1: Off oh, the comments. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm just kind of going through this. Uh, I think s- people are still struggling with the buffering now buffering again. Uh, where are we up to on this? Yeah, we're a little bit behind, not quite sure what's going on. I'm really sorry White, but I'm just going to write in the comments. Um, because the comments are coming up fine, which is bizarre. They're coming up in time. Uh, sorry about the buffering, guys.
1: I can't actually read them from here. I need a <laughs> <so you're gonna laughs> to Here, do you, you want to borrow these? <laughs> no, sorry.
0: Uh, sorry about the buffering, guys. Um. So, what? Well, sorry, what was the question? Before I got sidetracked.
1: Um, how do you deal with discouragement?
0: I think first and foremost, for me, you encourage yourself in God. Now sounds very, very uh, highfalutin in a lot of ways, doesn't it? Like, how do you encourage yourself in God? Um, I mean, we could talk about that for hours, I suppose, in a lot of ways. Um, But fundamentally, I think you do certain things, right? Um, And you you make yourself do them. Uh, Things like I still pray, I still read my Bible, I still journal. I pour out my heart to God in terms of how I'm feeling because God Mm -hmm. can deal with that. I don't deny it. Mm. Um, and I keep going knowing that actually just because I'm feeling discouraged doesn't mean that life is bad, if that makes sense. So yeah. I think you go back to what's basic and you, you do that well. Mm. Um, and you, you, you keep going with that. And you encourage yourself in, in God. And I think f- fundamentally that's going back to that place where you can hear God, where God can minister to you. Um, not necessarily where God solves everything, uh, but where you you come away with a sort of renewed hope Mm. that God is with me in this. Yeah, I
1: guess that's a point with this, that um, God is encouraging Paul, but that doesn't actually change his outside or his external situation. He's still in the same situation, but what it does do is it strengthens him on the inside and just helps, I think, possibly helps shift his perspective on the situation. And I think that's sometimes what that encouragement does. Um, I was like, when I heard Dave's talks, I listened to it earlier as well. I'm like, he's nicked my talk for a few weeks.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, Dave. I was going to pick she up. She's telling me in the car on the way
1: encouragement. down. Encouragements is a bit like, oh, do I talk about Brilliant. that now? Yeah, just go for it. Anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> have, I, have I stolen some of the points uh, that you were going to yeah, raise? Yeah, a little bit, but never mind. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can just rehash it. It's yeah, like, yeah. This, this could be just like pre-prep for the yeah. for the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it can be pre prep So wh- what do you do to encourage yourself in God? First and foremost, let's talk about that.
1: Okay, the in God bit would be the similar things to you. Like, um, I d- do like journaling for when I'm in those situations. I don't journal as a matter of course every day because I get really mm. bored with it. I tend to do it more when I feel like I've heard something from God or um, like somebody else has said something that's really stuck with me or, you know, it's Kind of the highs and the lows, really. Yeah. Um. And I use a journal to help me process stuff. So to pour out my thoughts and then just to invite God into the situation, that'd be one. Another would be talking to you and just going, and okay, tell me something encouraging," which I think is <laughs> generally what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: You normally say fix it.
1: Um. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's a case of I just want to tell you everything and I don't need to do anything. Other times yeah. I'm like, okay, tell me tell me something now that's Yeah, tell me what help. I need to do. Yeah. Tell me how to fix this now. So it depends um, on the situation.
0: And that's interesting because you've you've brought up another point there. So you first and foremost I think you have to encourage yourself in mm. in God, right? Um and the second thing is I believe that God puts people around you to encourage you. Yeah. Right. Um whether this is friends, whether this is just mm-hmm. random people who just say the odd thing to you, and it just sparks something in your head. Yeah. Um, that happens quite a bit, and it it could be family, it could be a church sermon, it could be a worship song. I think God sort of has these sort of happy accidents, if you like, where people come across you. You come across people that you know that encourage you yeah. in 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 many ways.
1: And the Bible, there are verses which talks about, which, well, tells us, encourage one another in the yeah. Lord. <laughs> So, you know, to actively do that and look for situations where we can encourage people.
2: Yeah,
0: we do. It's interesting, one of the key things that the Bible talks about where church is concerned. We mentioned this a few weeks ago. On Was I with you? Was I with somebody? I can't remember now. Um, But one of the chief things that you're supposed to do when you go to church, one of the chief reasons to go to church is not just to sing hymns, which is good, not just the breaking of bread, which is good, not just the devotion of yourself to the apostles' teaching, which is good, but the Bible talks a lot about uh, encouraging one another. So when you go to church, your prayer should be like, God, how do I encourage the people? Give me a word for one or two of the people in church. How do I encourage them? And so at the end of every, if I go to an in-person church service, one of the things I love to do at the end is just go around, just talk to everybody. with a key thing in the back of my head, how do I encourage this person that I'm talking to right now? Um Because I think it's really, really important. Mm. And you just don't know that what you say to that person, or even just giving them a high five when they're feeling a bit rubbish and say, you know, keep going, just makes all the difference in the world, right? Yeah.
1: Another thing which I can do to help encourage myself, which doesn't sound quite spiritual, is (laughs) doing stuff that kind of fills me tank.
0: Fills me tank.
1: So, you know, just. That's a very
0: Julie Connolly expression. You might have to explain that.
1: Okay. So if you can kind of imagine that you've got an energy tank um, and you've we've only got so much energy to give out to things and when that energy is gone it's like it's quite easy to get discouraged I think yeah. in those situations when your energy has gone so filling your tanks about just doing those things that bring you life and renew you and renew your energy so of course being with God big one Yep. But there are other things. Um, so for me, it might be reading or meeting with a friend or going for a walk out in nature or just doing something that I enjoy. Yep. And it does remind me of a passage from the Old Testament. And I can't remember the guy's name. It's possibly Elijah or Elisha, an, an Old Testament prophet, who'd just done loads of very tiring stuff for God. Seen lots of victories and amazing stuff, but got to the point where he was just, Depressed and didn't want to go on. Yeah, and I think possibly that was because he was absolutely exhausted So he had an amazing time in in one sense, but it it was a difficult situation too and um, What God does is come alongside him sends um, sends him food and sends him drink and tells him to rest and You keep sorry you keep
0: talking. Are you leaving? No, I'm gonna go (laughs) press one of the switches up here
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so um there obviously there are things that sound much more spiritual that we can do but also we're not just spirit we are also body and we're soul and uh, all of those things work together in unity we're not meant to be kind of like split apart as a person so it's like god cares for all parts of us yep um yeah so i think things like that although they don't necessarily sound spiritual can be just as spiritual
0: yes they can be Sorry uh, to uh, interrupt there. I've just reset the Ethernet, so hopefully.
1: I have well, no idea what that yeah, is. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Okay. So
0: I'm hoping that this is going to mm-hmm. solve the, um, the buffering issue mm-hmm. that seem, people seem to be experiencing. So let me just close that. Okay, so sorry about that, folks. Mm-hmm. Let me just double check. Okay. Oops, Daisy. Do that. <laughs> What's going on? What I've just done, yeah. but I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. So, um, we
1: talked about encouraging ourselves. Yep. Encouraging other people. Um, were you going in any particular direction? Or?
0: No. I. It was. It was good. I thought there was a theme there where you encourage yourself in the Lord, um, and you encourage. You know, God puts people around you to encourage you. Um, there is one, thing that, one, th- one other thing that sort of springs to my mind that actually um, would be an interesting thing to talk about, um, although it might sound a little bit odd, is that he gives angels mm. to encourage us. What do you think about that?
1: Sounds great. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I would love to actually see a real angel. Um I don't know that I have, that I'm aware of, but maybe, maybe I haven't.
0: Maybe you have. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I, I think because like in this passage, I'm just trying to look at it now. I've got it written down here. Um, so God is speaking to Paul in a vision. So we've talked about encouraging ourselves, at being encouraging other people or being encouraged by other people. But this passage goes a step further and it's talking about God himself encouraging yeah. Paul and in this particular instance, in the passage, it's in a, like a spectacular way, like a vision. Um, so that would kind of, the angels would fit in with those kind of spectacular ways, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. Um, yeah, they really would. Which I can't, um, obviously I'm totally up for, totally believe in. And I, um, it's like, Paul, I don't think we can say to God, God, I want you to encourage me and I want you to do that by an angel or with a vision. <laughs> it's like we don't
0: get to choose
1: how God encouraging well you can
0: try yeah doesn't always go down but then this comes back to the unmet expectations doesn't it yeah Um, and so yeah hopefully guys let me know if the buffering issue has now been solved sorry to keep interrupting Uh, it seems to be picking itself up a little bit now Um, hopefully that's fixed it hopefully it is fixed Mm -hmm. technical issues Every week. Every Wow, you've There's done a sterling ways. job of, of <laughs> holding the fort there, babe. Uh, sterling job.
1: So what were you thinking about angels?
0: It's just it's an interesting thing that the book of Hebrews talks about how angels or ministering spirits have been sent forth to minister to those who are heirs of salvation, which you would classify as Christians. Mm. And you can read in the Bible that there are times when angels have... Um, the angels have sort of, they've done stuff, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Which has either protected somebody or encouraged somebody. Sometimes they bring the word of the Lord. I mean, you think about Mary. You know, yeah. got Christmas coming up, an angel appears to her and tells her that she's going to be pregnant. I mean, angels are pretty, pretty rad, really, and they do yeah. some funky stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't say as I, like I've ever gone and shook the hands of an angel. Maybe I have. I don't know. I just maybe I just haven't realised it because mm-hmm. um, the. The Bible talks about how we unwittingly entertain angels. So obviously we can meet them and not know about it. And so I think there is a supernatural aspect of this, Mm -hmm. which says, God is an encourager. Mm -hmm. I can encourage myself in the Lord. I can do things that will encourage me, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, God will do supernatural things to encourage me. One of which is we have, there are angels that will be sent forth on occasions to help us, you know. Um And so. Which is, is, is quite it's quite extraordinary, yeah. really.
1: If you're someone who's new to faith or seeking, you might be like, they're talking about angels. <laughs> this is a load of fairy <laughs> stories. What are you going on about? But I I think a, and a lot of these things through the supernatural. It's like if God actually exists, none of these things are a big deal at all because yeah, if if we believe that there is something outside of the physical yeah. that we experience physically, then yeah, angels are are not a big deal.
0: No, not at all. And so, very good point. Very, very good point. Uh, so hopefully, I'm just checking my phone, and we seem to be back now, which is good. Uh, we seem to be moving, which is always a beautiful thing. So you're just not, always not
1: just texting your mates then. <laughs> I'm having a to meet to him in time. the pub later.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Um and so yeah, it's it's uh, it it's, it seems to be back on track uh, although Miriam says she's still struggling with it. But just try refreshing it. Just hit the refresh but I I don't know. I just don't know. Sometimes live is funny, isn't it? But we'll carry on regardless because we know that even after the live stream this will go up. So um and obviously if you're listening to the audio podcast you're going buffering issues. What are they talking about? We've not got any buffering issues. Um, I'm just sat in the car listening to you grab it on, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's uh, encouragement. Encouragement. So encouragement to encourage, right, is made up of two words. It's
1: like you're reading my mind now. I'm assuming you're not. Carry on. <laughs>
0: it's spooky, isn't it, when that happens? Uh, it's always someone's like, we're married. Almost, yeah. Almost. So the, the word to encourage somebody is made up of two words, N-E-N and courage. Now, the, the word en means within, the God within. So it's a Greek word? I, don't know. I think it's a Greek word, which means a God within. So to encourage somebody is to stir that gift of God that is within somebody, right? So, and this is one of the most interesting ways, I think, to encourage yourself is to remember that God lives within you and he is with you, um, regardless of what's going on in life. Um, and it was Paul that wrote this, wasn't it? He said... Um, uh, let me, in fact, I will pull it up. I will quote the actual Bible because it's in Romans chapter 8. Mm. Um, let me pull up the Bible on my phone. Have you all got the Bible app on your phone? Or do you, do you prefer, do you like the Bible app or do you prefer like pen and paper still? The actual book?
1: I like a bit of both, I think. Yeah. But okay. Bible app's convenient, isn't it? It's
0: very convenient. So Paul talks about how there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, this is encouraging. This is interesting because Paul is encouraging you. He is saying there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, and just fast forward in a little bit. Uh, he says for to... Where are we? Okay. Let me get the right verse here. Therefore, brethren... In fact, let me get a different. This is a King James version. It's not going to help you. He says this: "For I consider uh the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us." Right. So Paul's talking about the manifestation of God's glory, either in us at, while we're here on earth, mm-hmm. or when we get to heaven. Right. Uh, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons. For the creation was subjected to fear. And he goes on and on and on and on about this. Uh, where's the bit that I'm looking for? Here we go. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God. Romans 8, 28. To those who are called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed into the image of his son. That he who predestined he also called right if he called you he also justified you and if he justified you he also glorified you there's some very big words in this right um so what shall we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things wow. and so, say again, i love that it's great isn't it it's it's and he, he goes on, he goes, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ, right? Shall tribula- tribulation, tribulation, <laughs> tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, right? In all these things, so in uh, tribulation, in distress, in persecution, in famine, in nakedness, in peril, and when you're in battle with the sword, when you feel like you're like a sheep led to the slaughter, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded. And this is interesting, isn't it? How did Paul get persuaded of this, right? Uh, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, just to be totally clear, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord.
1: Amazing verses.
0: They're great, aren't they? And so this is the same Paul that was discouraged in Athens, that was discouraged in Corinth. Um and as he's getting towards the end of his life, he sort of figures these out, doesn't he? He's going, well, hang on a minute. I've I've been like that. I've suffered. I've been persecuted. I've been in such mm. dire straits. Yet in all these things, I am more than a conqueror, mm. which is really interesting language.
1: Yeah. And I, I like the thought that when we talk about encourage, we're talking about giving courage to be able to face the stuff that's going on. Yeah. And that is kind of giving a bigger picture of why, why... Can we be? Why can we have that courage? And it's like looking at to what God has for us, and that n- nothing can separate us from that love. And I think that is something that we we all need, especially like if yeah. you look at the news <laughs> these days. Oh Jesus! I mean, the news is always seems to be bad. The stuff that is reported, but at the moment, I don't know. It just seems to be like a constant barrage of stuff, mm. and it, I think it's easy to get afraid and to think what you know what on earth is going on mm. and uh it's like um we need courage the people who are in those awful situations need the courage of god yeah to face what they're going through and uh, yeah, that yeah i think they're really encouraging words
0: yeah they are super encouraging words and i love that the courage of god it's the courage of god within you it's not uh, we've said this before on on crowd and it's worth saying again it's not you mustering up courage it's not like it's not like I have to g- <laughs> I can go to the Audi and buy it or I if I if I close my eyes hard enough from, and and it's going to it's going to make things happen mm-hmm. is it it's not it's not about how cool you are or how strong you are or how weak you are it's a, it's all about him and mm-hmm. so we encourage ourselves in God not in our own ability because if that ability disappears mm. you've not really got much whereas God's ability is infinite and permanent, isn't yeah. it? And so I think we can encourage ourselves in Him because in Him, nothing can separate me from His love. I mean, that, that's an encouragement right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in regardless of whatever I face, I'm more than a conqueror mm-hmm. uh, through Christ who, who loves me. And, and you're just kind of like, well, that's pretty rad. That's mm-hmm. pretty radical. And I think it's super encouraging because that's the encouragement of God that's in you. Yeah which says doesn't matter what you face god's with you mm-hmm. god's for you that you can't be separated from the love of god um and you can be encouraged by that mm-hmm. i think there are things you can do to help yourself feel encouraged um
1: yeah we talked a bit about that which we've
0: talked about but it's but there, th- are,
1: there are times when we need more than we are we need something yeah external to ourselves we well, we always need God, but sometimes we just need more of that. than Yeah, we do more of him.
0: Yeah, we need something that's going to help us mm. uh, or someone that's going to help us. Um,
1: just wondering if there's any comments to pick up on. I can't read them from here. So you can't you <laughs> can't. Re-
0: I tell you what, I'll pick up my phone because it's going to be a lot easier to read. Um,
1: yeah, I can see them all like the comments scrolling through, but I can't read them. So nope.
0: Let's have a look. Using my There's still buffering for some folks. Matt says, anyone else looking forward to watching this back later in the hope that it doesn't buffer all the way through? (laughs) Everybody's going yes. Sorry, Matt. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sorry about the buffering. Genuinely, it's working fine for me. I just want to point that out. I don't understand why. (laughs) But there you go. Um, We seem to have got it working now. I think I understand what the first problem might have been. I think it might have been a Wi-Fi issue. But hopefully we're back up and running now. Uh, We'll wait and see. Um, But yes, if this is still causing grief, we will, of course, upload it separately um, if it's not uploaded properly. So the good news is we'll record everything here. So we've got an actual copy of it. Um, Time is it? We've been chatting away. So let me tell you should we tell people what's coming up next? Have you got anything more you want to say about this? Because I'm aware that we're going to steal your preach if we carry on. I think it's gone.
1: It's either gonna be a repeat or have <laughs> to change tax. <tacks. laughs> we'll see. Just have to
0: change tacks. Just repeat it. It'll be it'll be whatever you talk about will be great. But it always is. Um so yes, one of the ways that I used to encourage myself a lot when I was um uh young in my Christian faith, um, is I would in fact I still do this. If you want encouragement around a certain topic. Right, so let's say it is fear and you are feeling afraid, whether it's because of all the wars that are going on. Uh, you know, you've got Israel, Gaza, you've got Ukraine, Russia, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So let's say, right, you have an issue of fear. How would I encourage myself in that to deal with that fear? So, this is probably a more practical answer to mm-hmm. uh, in, in some respects. Um, I would study the Bible on what it says about fear, right? I would go and get like five or six verses and you can just Google what does the Bible say about fear? And it's going to come up with some stuff, right? So I am then going to write those down on a piece of paper, those five verses. I'm going to write them out long, you know, the full length, um, or you can just copy and paste because, you know, we live in a modern world. But you're going to copy out those verses, right? Uh, What I would then do is I would then On a piece of paper, I I think this usually works best on a piece of paper, but I would highlight different parts of that verse. I would ring different parts. I would write little notes in the margin. Um, I would write then build that out to a paragraph. What do we think that means? And this is what I did when I was younger, and it really, really works. I would prep those six verses as though I was going to deliver them as a talk in church, right, as a sermon. And so there's a number of reasons why I think this is good. Right. And I'm sure there's all kinds of psychological benefits as well. But to read something is one thing. To read something, make notes in the margin is something else. But to read it, understand it in such a way that you're going to try and teach it, mm-hmm. I think that's a very different form of revelation. I really do. And so I would, uh, between university, when I first became a Christian, and uh, the house where I used to live, it was a 45-minute walk. And so I would take out those notes and I would give, I would preach to myself for 45 minutes walking home. And if you just put your headphones in, people just think you're talking on the phone. So you don't look a weirdo. Uh, but 20 years ago, of course, we didn't, well, 20 years ago, it was a lot longer than 20 years ago when I was at uni. But 30 years ago, uh, <laughs> we didn't have the, <laughs> we had that big over the head things and we didn't have mobile phones on head. So people just thought I was weird and I was fine with that. Um, but go down the garden shed. Uh, go somewhere where it's quiet, wait till the kids have left the house, whatever it is, pull out those notes that you have prepped as a talk and then actually preach that talk. Get the words out of your mouth and deliver that as a sermon. There is something so powerful about that. Um, You are speaking the word of God to your soul and you get encouraged. And I would do that twice a day uh, for many, many days. Whilst the word of God was built built up inside of me and I could have faith and whilst faith grew and sort of expanded in my in my heart, preaching it was the best way to get it in there.
1: Or if you want a kind of a more potted version, I didn't necessarily do the, the preach version, but definitely when I was struggling with things, I would um, do the study, like mm. you say, like, what, God, what are you saying? What does your word say about this situation, this subject? And then if they were like, they'd generally be about well, I'd pick three verses in particular that just really stood out to me that were just like, yeah, yeah, that's for me. And then I would take l- like medicine mm. um, like three times a day. Yep. And you touched on the whole thing of the speaking. And the Bible has a lot to say about meditation. And the biblical meditation is to think on, but also to mutter. So it's the both the thinking and the speaking out, which mm-hmm. you've mentioned there. Um, And i would just be like, again, speaking these verses over myself and thinking about them like thinking okay if i really believe these were true yeah. how would that affect how i felt how i thought how yeah. i behave and also was like start acting in that way yeah even before you necessarily feel like it just trusting on okay i believe this is truth and because i believe this is truth i'm gonna act on it i'm gonna speak it i'm gonna think it yeah and yeah very powerful so both methods and actually um uh for other people if you're really creative and artistic maybe creating art around those verses where Mm -hmm. you've got to constantly think about it creating music whatever it is you're into you can use those skills and talents to actually meditate think on mutter god's words
0: yeah you can do and and that for me is the best most solid way to encourage yourself Mm. uh don't Don't be passive. In other words, a lot of people will go, Lord, I need encouragement and just sit there, right? It's good to pray, um, but it's don't be passive, right? Get yourself into God's word. Study God's word. So if you're not a Christian, all I'm saying is go to the Bible. Find out what God says about certain things. The Bible covers a lot of topics. We've done a lot of those actually uh, previously on Crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, What does the Bible say about that whole series? Um, the Bible covers a lot of topics. You can go and find out what the Bible has to say and encourage yourself in that, uh, and that will be a way to build faith inside you. And as your faith grows and expands, when you're not being passive, you'll be amazed. You'll all of a sudden you'll feel like David that you can run through a troop and climb a wall, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, and you'll feel like Paul, like I don't care what's going on here. I'm more than a conqueror in this, and it sounds odd that he could say that, but I think he got to a place where actually his faith in God allowed him to to get there. It wasn't overnight mm-hmm. and it wasn't when Paul was passive. Um, but do stir yourself up in the things of God. Stir yourself up uh, in God and you will be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could do a whole talk on that.
1: Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe that's what your talk could mm-hmm. be. about. I'm just going to look at the comments. Do you want to explain what's happening next week?
1: Yeah, next week in the UK, we've got Bonfire Night um, and uh, the the nation will be gathering together in groups, eating, watching fireworks and that kind of thing. So we've got a non-live live stream next week. So, yeah, it's pre-recorded. The whole thing will be pre-recorded. Uh, yeah. Anything yeah. else to add on that?
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's funny. I'm just like <laughs> Matt Cruz put in the comments. Uh, Edmo hasn't bothered telling me who's doing the talk next week. It's probably someone elderly like Edmo himself. Jenny's written in the comments, "Oi, I'm a similar age to Ed, Mike." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so Matt is backtracking, going, "I, you should be <laughs> apologising, Matthew, straight away." Uh, yeah. Yes, next week, as you say, is an non-live live stream. So, if you are watching this outside of the UK, you'll be like, "What is bonfire night?" And I wish I had a <laughs> sensible explanation for you of what bonfire night is, but I don't. Uh, but it's
1: based on a historical event, but nobody really thinks about that and it's all a bit gruesome, so it is, but it's, we ju- don't think about that. We don't think about that. We just, we just move on. It's just an excuse for a get together.
0: <laughs> it is. And we've got a bunch of folks coming around to ours uh, for bonfire, which would be great. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have got bonfire night next week. So we're going to do a non-live live stream. It will be myself and my very, very good friend, hopefully if all goes well tomorrow, um, Tony and I are going to be recording. So Tony Udin, uh, who's a pastor of Ter Hamlet's Community Church, he and I are going to record next week's non live live stream tomorrow. It's going to be good. No doubt about it. Uh, that We're going to laugh a lot um, and probably be slightly irreverent, if I'm honest with you, but we'll try very hard not to be too callous um, because Tony and I just like to laugh whenever we get together. But I thought it'd be great to get someone like Tony on board. We're just going to talk about the, straight, the state of the union in terms of just some things that we're seeing in church at the moment, and just talk around those issues, and mm-hmm. and just figure out what God's saying about them. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Do make sure you watch that. Uh, if you're doing bonfire night, if you're in the UK, stay safe. Obviously, uh, don't do anything crazy. Um, and if you're if you're uh, Halloween's on Tuesday, is that this Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Halloween's coming up this Tuesday. Halloween's an interesting one, isn't it? Where we should maybe have, have talked about Halloween, uh, slightly contentious issue. Should Christians do it? Yes or no? Write your answers in the comments. Uh, I'll be really, really keen to hear them. Um, but uh, yes, Halloween, yes or no? Um, <laughs> in fact, does it even? Ha- it doesn't even have to be that black and white, does it? Uh, really? Um, so, what else is coming up next week? Nope, nothing else in the comments other than rude comments about you not knowing what the Ethernet means. Not knowing what? An Ethernet is. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. That's okay. You don't need to. Um, To be fair, I don't really know what it is anyway, but I just know it's a wire that comes out and it should stick in there somewhere. Uh, But yes, no, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, apologies for the buffering issues tonight. It's not normally like this. First time this has actually happened uh, for a very, very long time. Um, But uh, do like and subscribe. Do come join us next week in the non-live live live stream uh, for Tony and Myles' conversation. We'll be back live the week after with hosted um, live streams, I think. Is it Chris Holcomb the week
1: after? I don't know why you're looking at me. I
0: don't know why I'm looking at you, to be fair. I I know know you don't know. I'm very sorry to put you in that position. (laughs) Uh, But I think it's Chris Holcomb. Then it's you. Talking about encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> or something different now. <laughs> or something different. Sharon's ripping up her talk as we speak. Uh, then it's me, and then we're into the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Clocks have gone back today. The sky is dark. We're getting ready for Christmas. Loving it. You do love a bit of Christmas. I you? do love a bit of Christmas. Yeah. We get, we get, I go a bit nuts at Christmas because mm-hmm. it's an awesome time of the year. So, uh, do come and join us for all the Christmas live streams. Great that you could join us tonight. Um, and if you're watching this on catch up, hopefully it's smooth sailing. Uh, but yes, shall we pray? Should we? Uh, we should pray, probably, shouldn't we? And then we'll 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 end it. Uh, so shall I pray, or do you want to pray? Uh, you can pray. I'm just doing that leaning forward thing because I'm still I'm still, <laughs> still got that thing from school. I, you know, mm-hmm. hands closed. Eyes. Uh, Lord, I want to thank you for um, being with us. I thank you that you are the God who encourages us, and I pray, Lord, um, for all of us. All of us, part of crowd. All of us watching this. All of us. Um, maybe just glancing through and have made it to the end all of us that need encouragement are those Mm -hmm. points of our lives lord would you reach through space and time would you touch our hearts would you minister to us would you encourage us either by stirring us up in your word by sending people with ideas or thoughts or just phrases or sayings that are going to encourage us would you bring songs onto our playlist would you Bring stuff across on YouTube. Lord. whatever it is you need to do, would you build your encouragement within us? I thank you that you are the God who never leaves us. You are the God that never forsakes us. And it doesn't matter what we face in life. We can say we are more than conquerors through you. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We'll see you. Well, I'll see you next week. That's it from us. See you soon. Uh, Oh, I need to press the... There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us here on CrowdChurch. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button, as well as that little tiny bell notification to get notified the next time we are live. And of course, if you are listening to the podcast, uh, the live stream podcast, make sure you also hit the follow button. Now by smashing the like button on YouTube or writing a review on your podcast platform. It helps us reach more people with the message that Jesus really does help us live a more meaningful and purposeful life. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to check out our website www.crowd.church where you can learn more about us as a church, more about the Christian faith And also how to connect into our church community. It has been awesome to connect with you. And you are awesome. It's just a burden you have to bear. And hopefully we'll see you next time. That's it from us. God bless you. Bye for now.